Life can be hard, and sometimes you just need an internet bestie to help you out. That's where I come in. Welcome to the Dear Imani Podcast, an advice-based show that reminds you to put yourself first and live in your purpose. And don't worry, I'll always give you the real tea. Need advice or have a story? Send me a message on our Instagram at Dear Imani Podcast or DearImani.com. Tune in every Friday for a new episode. See you there. Sincerely, Imani. What is up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of the Dear Imani Podcast. I'm your host, Imani, obviously. Thank you so much for joining me again, and I'm super excited to dive into this topic for today. Before we start this episode, if you are listening to this, you probably already know that Beyonce's album is out right now. So I don't mind if, you know, it takes you a couple days to listen to this episode because your full attention should be on the Queen's new album. And I'm hoping for visuals. We'll see. It should be coming out at 9 p.m. So like midnight. So I will stay up for that because obviously I need to be one of the first to hear these songs. I need to dissect them. I need to figure out one of my favorites, especially if she drops the visuals because you know she is notorious for dropping like a full-on She's dropping like a full-on movie, trailers, cinema. She's giving Oscars with her visual album. So I'm hoping that it's that. I mean, I cannot see her not giving us any visuals with something as grand as like Renaissance. But yes, you are now listening to this. And I'm dropping this episode on the same day as Beyonce's album release. Bruh, like... This is pretty iconic, I would say so myself. Also, I should be getting my box sometime soon. Like, if you ordered a box, Pose 1 through 4, I believe I ordered box 2 because Pose 2, I just didn't know what to do. I was panicking. I'm like, okay, I should, I got 2. I should have got 4 because Alex actually reminded me after that that's Beyonce's favorite number, which I already knew that. So I should have got box 4, and I can't believe I messed up in that sense but I'm so excited to get pose number two box two I should be getting it any day now all of us should so I cannot wait to see everyone's like unboxing videos and mine I actually have a really special episode planned next week all about Beyonce and a fun giveaway so stay tuned for that if everything works out I'm super excited for that So today's episode is all about celebrating yourself and your small wins y'all know I love myself. I mean, that's just, I feel like people know that. (laughs) I love myself. I look at myself as someone that's a confident queen. And I truly think that is from how I was raised and growing up. And I'll kind of dive deeper into that. But growing up the way I did, being a performer slash pageant competitor, I think that is what set me up to be the way I am today and be confident. Um, but even with confidence, it can be hard to celebrate yourself and your small wins. So that's what today's topic is going to be about. And I really hope by the end of this, you have the courage and have the mindset to celebrate yourself in all facets. So that's my goal with today's episode. But before we get into the actual topic, I got a submission about something relationship related. And since each episode is a different topic, I didn't want to forget about this submission. So I'm actually going to start off with this one and, you know, read it and respond to it and do this first before we get into the actual topic of today. Okay, it goes, hello, I just recently started seeing someone new and he's amazing in every way. 
So kind and mature, sweet, hardworking, funny, hot, and all of the things. But he's slightly shorter than me. We are talking one or two inches. And while I'm trying to live out my Tom Holland and Zendaya dreams where the height difference doesn't matter, it's definitely making me slightly self-conscious. Is a guy being shorter a deal breaker? Is this still just something society has made us believe that a guy can't be shorter, one, in the couple? Or what about the woman always being skinnier? I'm a thick queen and he is toned but on the skinnier side. I feel like society and media has given us this image of what a beautiful couple looks like together and it's burned into my mind. How do we get past these stereotypes? All right, so I love the <laughs> Tom Holland and Zendaya reference because I truly think they have embodied breaking that barrier and they walk in their truth so confidently. Like even in um, interviews I've seen of Zendaya and Tom and they kind of mention the height and he's like, we don't even notice that. Like that's so, that's not even in our mindset thinking about her height and they just completely own it. She still wears her heels. She's confident and they're both confident in each other. So I think that's the key. The first key is you need to be confident in your situation just like they are. If you really like this person, then those things will start to matter less. And I totally get it. I mean, even like weight, obviously, like watching Alex get skinnier, I'm like, okay, well, I need to get skinnier too because I can't have him looking skinnier than me. But it's like, why not? Why does that have to be a thing? You don't have to be skinnier than your partner if you're in a, like a woman and a man relationship. That is something that is burned into our minds, like you said. But I really think the best way to get over that is to be confident in your situation. Instead of looking at it like, uh, I'm sh he's shorter than me. I look at it more like, look at, think about those super rich looking couples where the guy is shorter and the woman is like tall and like model-esque. I love that. Like when I'm wearing heels, I'm taller than Alex. And I don't care. And I don't care, one, because I'm confident in our situation, but also instead of thinking about what the negative could be, I think about it like, I feel like we look rich. I feel like he looks like a shorter guy that's a billionaire, and he's walking around with a stallion of a wife. I'm not a wife, but manifestation, okay? But he's walking around with a stallion of a girlfriend, and they just have money. Like, that's how I envision myself looking when I'm wearing really tall heels, which makes me taller than him. So I think you have to just switch your mindset and understand that one, your feelings are valid in this way. Like you might be looking like, oh, I'm feeling a little insecure, but you have to almost fake it till you make it. You know, you have to switch your mindset and just be confident in your situation. Because if you really like him and he has all of the qualities, the last thing you want is to start getting this ick of him because of the fact that he's shorter than you. Because they can be looked at as like shallow things to break up with someone for. But, you know, on the flip side, if it's something that you just cannot get over, you have to be attracted to the person you're dating. And you can't just rely on just all of the characteristics. That sounds kind of messed up, but it's just the reality. If you're not attracted to someone, anything they do is going to make you be turned off by them. So you do have to be attracted. And if that's something that is just standing in your way, then maybe you're just going to have a height requirement for the next guy you date. But I would hope that this is something that you can get over, especially since you're listing all these amazing qualities he's ha he has. You just have to own it and be confident in your situation and really get in the mindset of not caring what other people think. And like I said, just look at it like he's a short billionaire and you're a tall model-esque queen and his trophy girlfriend. All right. <laughs>
Okay, so now getting into the actual topic of today, which is celebrating yourself and your small wins. I wanted to start this topic off with this quote that I actually posted on my Instagram, and it says, When nobody celebrates you, learn to celebrate yourself. When nobody else compliments you, then compliment yourself. It's not up to other people to keep you encouraged. It's up to you. Encouragement should come from the inside. I really like that quote because that's exactly how I try to navigate my own life. One, I feel like I get a lot of praise from my friends, my family, or people that might admire me. So I'm not lacking in the gas. I will say that. But I do celebrate myself because I don't expect other people to do it for me. I always say, like, if not me, then who? You know, like, if I'm not going to say I'm the baddest, then who's going to tell me I'm the baddest? So I need to know how to say that for myself because that helps with your own self-confidence and self-love. So I love this quote. That's why I wanted to start the episode off with that. Um, That way you can kind of keep that in the back of your head while we're going through all of everything we're going to talk about today. So the reason why I decided to make this a topic of discussion for this episode is, one, I think it's a great reminder to all of us to celebrate ourselves. Two, it's a great reminder for myself, like me having to outline this whole episode and speak out loud and speak to others is honestly a reminder to myself to celebrate myself and the small wins that I do each and every day. And three, we can celebrate each other today. I loved all your submissions for this week and I can't wait to just read them and share and hopefully it gives you some encouragement and also just makes you smile because this episode is just all about us being the baddest, okay? So like I mentioned, growing up, my parents always spoke greatness into me and they talked about how amazing and special I was all of the time, whether it was to my face or even when we were, when I would be going to bed, I can hear them in their room talking about me and how amazing I was, and how successful I was going to be, and just praising me my whole entire childhood until this day. And when you hear all of that, you eventually just start to believe it. I started to believe and knew that I could do anything up in my mind too. I started to believe and know that I was capable of, I was capable of things. I was worthy. I was beautiful. I was smart. I was talented. All these things that my parents spoke into me, I believed that for myself because I constantly heard it. So now going into adulthood, I still carry all those things with me. I don't think we realize how much our childhood and how we grew up affects how we view ourselves today. If you didn't hear compliments when you were younger or if you didn't celebrate your birthday, if no one ever showed up to your competitions, your games or your performances, etc., then you may have this idea that you aren't worthy enough to be celebrated to the fullest. You know, that really plays into how you are into adulthood today, it plays into your confidence and all of that. But I'm here to remind you that you deserve it all, okay? You deserve to believe in yourself. You deserve to celebrate yourself to the fullest at all times. I have built this image for myself that people know that I'm confident, that I love myself, and I, you know, exude main character energy. I would say so myself. My friends literally send me videos and TikToks of someone doing something super confident or just doing the most where they're feeling themselves and they're like, this is you, this is you. And I get that all the time. And it always makes me smile because I think I love the fact that when you see someone celebrating themselves or being confident, you think I'm gonna send this to Imani because this is totally her. Like that literally brings so much joy to my heart because not in a cocky way of like, oh, this girl is so confident. This is Imani. It's like, no, that I'm celebrating the fact that you guys associate main character energy and being confident with me and that's the point where I want all of you to get to where you are exuding 
this confidence and it's just coming out of you at all times. I think we've been conditioned to kind of think that being obsessed with yourself is cocky or a bad thing. But I think that idea was made, you know, to keep us down and not unlock our fullest potential. So imagine the things that we could do if we all truly believed in ourselves and had that main character energy that I'm talking about. We'd truly be unstoppable. Instead, we've been taught to love ourselves, but not like that, or not like that, or definitely not like that. You know what I mean? Like, we've been taught to love ourselves, but with conditions. And I think we have to stop doing that. You have to love yourself and celebrate yourself to the max in all ways. And like I mentioned before, even with confidence, it can be easy to forget to celebrate yourself. For me, as a person in the entertainment industry, it's super easy to compare your success to other people's success and accomplishments. So sometimes I find myself forgetting to be happy or see how far I've come because I'm not exactly where I want to be yet. Like I have so many goals for myself when it comes to my career and financial situation and just everything that I want to do in this life is just above and beyond. And when you see other people do it, it can be hard to realize that you've done so many great things too, because you're kind of comparing yourself and what they've already accomplished. Someone else may have gotten a bigger and better opportunity, but that doesn't mean what you've done isn't cool or worthy. And that's something that I have to remind myself sometimes too. So something that's happened to me recently where I've kind of had to check myself and I, and I had this epiphany was I actually tell like two stories. So one, I recently shot for Milani Cosmetics, which was super exciting. Um, hopefully it'll be in stores near you soon. Okay. But I shot for Milani Cosmetics. And when I got there, there were several other models there. It was for a foundation, like shade range. There was a lot of us. And one girl had flew to the shoot from Arizona. And she was telling me how she, when she got the call that she got it, she was crying because she had been, you know, modeling for the past year and nothing really was coming out of it quite yet. So this is her first major gig. And she was super excited and she said that she was crying on the phone and how thankful she was. And meanwhile, I remember when I got this email that I was going to be shooting for Milani, I was kind of just like, okay, like, cool. I mean, it was exciting, but I kind of was just like whatever about it in a way, just because I'm like, okay, well, I'm not on the cover of Vogue. I'm not on the cover of Sports Illustrated. I'm just doing this campaign for this, you know, drugstore makeup brand. So I was downplaying my success, you know, and it didn't take me, it took me until someone else was so excited to realize, no, this is extremely cool. And I should be proud of this accomplishment. I am taking steps towards my future and making a career of something that I love to do. And it shouldn't have to take me for someone else to realize that for me to realize it for myself. But, you know, that's what happens sometimes when we are, when we are downplaying our own accomplishments. Another story that I have that I kind of have the same epiphany is that pageants. Um, I've noticed a couple girls, I'll just take it for example, a girl competed for Miss California USA and she is on a reality show on Bravo. And when I saw, when I saw that she was competing in my head, I was like, why would she compete for this? This is like a step backwards. She's already on a major network on a reality TV show. She's verified. She has so many followers. She has fans. Like, why would you do a pageant? that's what I was thinking. Or there's a couple other girls that I've seen compete that have been on um, The Bachelor. They've been on other reality shows. They have a lot of followers already, whether they're influencers or content creators. And I'm like, that's where I want to be. I want to have a ton of followers. I want to be verified. I want to be known like that. And they're already doing that. So I'm looking at it like you're taking a step backwards. But it made me realize that 
the, these are still their goals. Their goals, their goal is to go to Miss USA, something that I've already done. I've had the honor of going to Miss Teen USA and Miss USA. So those women are, have that goal. And meanwhile, I have the goal that they have. You know, we're just not ever 100% satisfied with our life, which is honestly really sad because I'm looking at her like, oh, I want to do what you do. And she's looking at me like, man, I wish I could do what she has done. She's walked the Miss USA stage, you know, so that those two moments just reminded me that when I should just be extremely proud of the things that I've done, I think that this same mindset works for just about everything. There is someone out there that wants to have what you have. And meanwhile, you're beating yourself up for where you wish you were. And you are forgetting to see how far you've come. Something that I do to downplay myself, which I'm trying to get out of the habit, and Alex has been really adamant about when I talk like this about myself. Like, so if someone was like, oh, are you an influencer? I would say, oh, like, no, I'm trying. Like, I, you know, and I'm downplaying it because I don't have the following, right? But the reality is I am doing exactly what an influencer or content creator would be doing. I have my own brands. I'm posting. I'm trying to be influential. Those are things that I'm actively doing. So why am I sitting here saying, oh, like I'm trying and, and you know, trying to downplay it in a way or even with my clothing brand, I would be like, oh, I mean, yeah, I'm like, I'm a business owner. I felt really odd saying that. And I still do because especially since I'm not really up and running right now, but I felt really odd saying that because it almost felt like because I'm not a really known brand or have a million a multi-million dollar business I feel like it's not as worthy as it actually is but the reality is I am doing these I am a business owner I am I do have an entrepreneurship mindset I am creating content I am on YouTube I am having these brands so why am I doubting that why am I tiptoeing around what it is you know these are just the facts this is what I'm doing same thing, like, that's why I don't like the question, oh, what do you do? I get so cringy with that question because I feel like I do so much and I don't want to either say it all or it's almost like, I don't want to use the word embarrassing, but it almost feels embarrassing because you don't have, like, this quote-unquote normal job of, like, having a nine-to-five. Oh, I'm this or I'm that. I can't just easily say what I am. I'm like, oh, well, I have this, I have this, I do this, I do that. And that, to me, sometimes makes me feel like, uh. I don't know how to say it. So I've been really working on that and being more confident of answering the question, what do you do? And yes. saying yes to when people say, oh, do you do YouTube? Yes. Oh, are you a content creator? Yes. Oh, you have a business? Yes. Simple as that. That's my answer. So I've been really working on that. So that is something that I encourage all of you to. I encourage all of you to do too, especially if you're in the inter entertainment and business. I feel like that's something that we kind of all struggle with because our lives are kind of all over the place and we are, you're, you are waiting for your next gig or you are waiting for your next opportunity. So it's a little bit different than a lot of other jobs. Um, but I just want to remind you that you are very much doing all those things. So stop downplaying your accomplishments and downplaying the jobs that you are actually doing. Like, I'm like, I am modeling. Are you a model? Yes, I am signed. I, I do modeling. I do beauty campaigns. How am I not a model? You know, because I'm not in the top magazines or I'm not all over Target, doesn't mean I'm not a model. You know what I mean? So I'm getting out of that mindset, and I'm thankful that I have people around me that continue to hype me up and make sure that I would never think that I'm less than what I actually am. So with that being said, before I get into your submissions, I wanted to share a couple ways that I celebrate myself and my small wins. One, I talk about myself with high praise and hype myself up. So 
in any given chance, I'm either jokingly or serious talking about I'm a bad bitch and I don't let people forget it. And not in the way of like telling you in a cocky way, but I would just say little things here and there that make me exude this main character energy. And people, if you're my friend and you hear me talk, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But I'm just always reminding you that I'm that girl. Like you have to say it out loud to really believe it. Whether I'm saying it to friends, I'm saying it to my mom and dad, I'm saying it to my boyfriend, Alex. People know that I think I'm that girl because I just am, period. Like you should feel the same way about yourself. And so I just talk about myself in high praise. I try my best to not speak in a self-deprecating way. And you know, that can be difficult for people because we all do it. I mean, I still do it sometimes, especially if I'm talking about weight. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. But you got to turn that mindset into, I'm a bad bitch regardless. I just have a a goal that I want to reach, you know, whether I'm this way or that way, I'm still the baddest in the game, period. So that is what I mean about stop doing self-deprecating talk. You can easily have a goal or want to change something about yourself without beating yourself up for where you are right now. So speaking, speak to yourself with high praise and hype yourself up out loud to yourself and other people, okay? Secondly, I try to romanticize the things that I do. So for example, I will post a YouTube video and then go downstairs and watch it on our big old TV as if I'm a superstar. And I do that or I'll listen to my podcast um, in the car or in the gym with my AirPods on my hot girl walk or whatever the case may be. And I do that because it's a reminder to myself that I'm just as cool and interesting as everyone else that I watch on YouTube or listen on podcasts. Like I'm no different than them. So when I'm watching myself on the TV downstairs through YouTube and I'm listening to my podcast in the car at the gym or on a walk or whatever, I'm reminding myself that all those other podcasts are just like mine. All those other YouTubers are just like me. I can watch myself and give myself those watch hours at the same time. <laughs> and that's just how I choose to romanticize the things that I do. So hype yourself up, be proud of yourself, and romanticize your life in this capacity. So I asked you guys to share with me how you celebrate yourself and what's the last thing you've done for you. And these were some of the responses. One. Treating myself to healthy food and in-depth skin routines. I really like that because you view celebrating yourself as a way to take care of your body inside and out. A lot of times, like for me, when I think of (laughs) self-care, I'm like, okay, I'm going to eat my comfort foods and usually that's like bad food. But I like your spin on it because this is a great way to really celebrate yourself because you're taking care of your body and your health. So I really like that. Another one. Literally hugging myself and talking that shit to myself. Yes, that is what it's all about. First of all, literally hugging yourself. Like, how cute. I'm doing it right now. Everyone take a moment right now and hug yourself. (sighs) That just feels nice. Like, you love yourself, you know? I love that. Okay, hugging myself right now and talking that shit to yourself. Like I said before, talk Yes, talk that shit. Be like, I'm the main character. I am the baddest in the game. I am bomb. I am beautiful. I am worthy. Like, I know some people feel cringy about affirmations and saying them out loud in the mirror and doing them, but I really think it probably helps people. I don't necessarily say them in the mirror, but I do tell people that I'm that girl, like I mentioned before. And those are, that's my version of affirmations. So yes, talk that shit about yourself. And even if you have to fake it for now, keep doing it until you truly believe that stuff, okay? Another one, 
I am awful at this, so I use my birthday to celebrate my accomplishments. A birthday? Yes, a birthday is a great way to celebrate yourself, and surprisingly, a lot of people have trouble doing this. And it's funny because it's literally the one day that no one will judge you for being cocky and being that girl because it's your birthday. But so many people have issues celebrating themselves and their birthday um, because of this reason. So I think it's a great thing that you know how to celebrate yourself. But I will also encourage you and anyone listening to this is to find ways to celebrate yourself outside of your birthday because one, you deserve it. And two, you're not only doing cool things once a year. You're not only worthy to celebrate once a year. Anything is celebratable. That is not a word, but it is right now. So anything is celebratable, okay? Is it a word? I don't know. Maybe it is. If it's not, whatever. Okay, next one. Nails done, dressing nights, hair done, and food. That's how I celebrate myself. Yes, okay. I mean, I feel like this is a common one. I actually got this quite a few times, especially the food and getting your hair done. Because that stuff, the hair done, the nails, dressing good, that makes you feel confident. So, of course, that's a great way to celebrate yourself because it's making you feel good, making you feel worthy. You know what they say, feel good. Or they say, look good, feel good. So, that definitely applies here. And another one, the food. Like, yes, when I'm ready to celebrate something, I immediately want to go eat or drink. Like, that is the ultimate way to celebrate anything, of course. Um, but I love the idea of the self-care, too. The Getting your nails done, getting, your, um, getting a new outfit, getting your hair done. In the theme of this episode, I really wanted to hear what you are proud of yourself for. I wanted to do this, one, because I wanted you all to actually have to think and tell someone else, aka me, what you are proud of yourself for, you know? Like, you having to sit there and be like, hmm, what am I proud of myself for? And then type it in into my question box or into my um in my email made you have to really understand why you're proud of yourself, so I love that. And then two, be able to read these out loud And just have a moment to celebrate all of your accomplishments and all of us, you know? So that's why I really wanted to ask the question of why are you proud of yourself? So let's get into that. I'm proud of myself for working hard to seize opportunities that come my way. There's so many opportunities that sometimes we just look past or don't even accept because we are not seizing the moment. And one, or we just don't believe in ourselves too. Um, But the fact that you're working hard to... Make sure that you are opening every single door that comes your way and you're ready for that opportunity. You should definitely be proud of yourself for that. So yes. Two, I'm proud of myself for moving out on my own. Yay, hand claps to that. That is such a big step for anyone to move out by yourself. And even if you, you know, you go from you living with your parents or your guardians and then you go to college and you usually probably will have a roommate. And then some people after college go back home to their parents to save money or you continue living with a roommate. And moving out on your own, where you have your own space, no roommates, to me, that is like such an adult move. (laughs) And you should be extremely proud of yourself because now you're taking care of your own bills. You are just taking taking care of yourself completely on your own, which can feel really overwhelming and scary. I mean, this is this whole life thing. We're all doing this at the same time for the first time, you know, and that's the scary thing to think about. So moving out on your own is a huge accomplishment. I'm proud of myself for, honestly, just living how I want and not letting people's negative projections deter me. That's the mindset that everyone should have, is not caring what other people think. I know that is easier said than done, obviously. We know that. But at the same time, if you can just find a way to not let other people's opinions of you bother you, you are going to be so 
much better off in life because you are truly going to start living your truth, living in your purpose, because you're not thinking about what someone else has to say. You're not thinking about someone else's opinions of you. So bravo and kudos to you for learning that and doing that now. All right. I'm proud of myself for never giving up and always growing in any situation. Yes. So recently, some of my friends have been dealing with a lot of issues, whether it's relationship issues or just life is just kicking people in the ass, you know? And that's all of us. I mean, I feel like everyone's just at this point in life where it's like, oh my God, when is it going to end? You know, like there's just so much going on in our society, in our world, and just in people's lives individually. And the fact that you're never giving up and always growing in any situation is a beautiful thing uh, because it's really the only option you have. When you're dealing with so much trauma or or dealing with a lot of bad things all happening at once and it just feels like it's pouring on you, your only option is to not give up, you know, because eventually you're going to get out of this hole and you're going to see the light and there's going to be a beautiful rainbow on the other side. And the only way to get to that point is to continue to thrive and never give up. And like you said, grow in your situation. So like the song, what doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. And I think that's a basic but great lesson that we can always remember. I'm proud of myself for being able to manage everything without falling apart. Yeah, so the same type of idea of this is everyone's dealing with so much and if you're able to just keep it all together and figure out how to manage it and still stay afloat is definitely something that you should be proud of. I'm proud of myself for I have straight A's and I'm currently getting my master's degree and have a 4.0 GPA. Yes, I love that. First of all, straight A's, period. Secondly, your master's degree, period, and having a 4.0 GPA. Because school is hard. <laughs> school is hard. School is very time-consuming. And you have a social life. You have a job. You have career goals. And you're still out here being the best of the best in your class, getting straight A's and 4.0 GPA while getting your master's degree, which is something that you don't even have to do. Like, you went above and beyond another four years of school out of college to get another degree. So I'm super proud of you for that. Congratulations. Yes, queen. I'm proud of myself for never giving up. And lastly, I'm proud of myself for wanting better as in quality of life and making the effort to change. You know, I think we all have so many goals that we have for ourselves and where we see ourselves in the future. And that goes hand in hand with how you're saying, wanting a better quality in your life. And we all have that right to want that for ourselves and work towards that. So if you're each day waking up trying to make that life of your dreams come true and making the effort to change, then you should be beyond proud of yourself for just doing that because you're taking the steps towards having your dream life. There's nothing more you can ask for than at least going in the right direction towards that goal. I love these responses. These answers represent, I think, what this episode is all about. I was honestly expecting a lot more answers that had to do with winning something or like financials or being better at a specific goal. Instead, I got a lot of these answers were like about being proud of yourself for your growth as a person or never giving up. And this to me is how you truly celebrate yourself. It's not always those wins that seem like big wins that are the ones that you have to be celebrating. 
so I wanted to get into a story submission that I had received and I thought it was a great reminder as well and went hand in hand with this episode. So it says, we live in a world where we constantly see everyone's huge accomplishments posted online that I think we forget to celebrate our day-to-day accomplishments. We are all wired differently and something as little as getting up early, doing the laundry and making yourself a healthy breakfast is a task in itself. Of course, These aren't always the post-worthy task, but we are out here checking off boxes and not even realizing that we are moving the needle. It's hard to notice your own improvements when everyone else's seem to be so grand and impactful. Sometimes I just imagine how fulfilled we would be if we simply celebrated ourselves without needing an audience. Facts. Major facts, okay? One, thank you so much for submitting, and this is a great point that is being made. I love the part that said we are checking off boxes without even realizing that we are moving the needle. That is a mic drop moment because that's exactly what it is. And, you know, going to my point earlier, I'm over here thinking I want to be at a certain point in my life and comparing that point to someone else's point where they already are. But meanwhile, they're looking at me like, I want to do what she's doing. I want to have the life that she has, you know? Um, so that's exactly to the point of we're checking, I'm checking off these boxes already and I'm not even realizing I'm moving the needle. I love that. I love that. And I hope that submission clicked for you guys too, because when I read that line, I was like, absolutely. That's exactly what this episode is all about. If you find yourself waking up early, you're going to your Pilates class, you're going to the gym, you're doing all these little things to make yourself better and to reach your goals. That is absolutely something that you should be proud of and remind yourself that this is a small win for me for the day. I got up early. I went grocery shopping. I did all my laundry. I don't, not only did I do my laundry, but I folded it and put it away. That is a, to me, that's a big win, but that's a small win that you should celebrate. And when I say celebrate, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go take yourself out to dinner because you got, you did laundry. (laughs) I just mean, you just need to celebrate yourself and celebrate that small win in the sense of, you did something today. You That was a goal on your on your checklist, your to-do list, and you accomplished it. Check, 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 check. So your day is good. You don't have to be like, oh my God, I didn't become a superstar today. <laughs> you know, like that is when we start comparing ourselves and we start not giving ourselves grace anymore. We're not celebrating those small wins and those small to-do lists that we have on our checklist. So absolutely, celebrating, getting up early, making healthy breakfast, just anything you're doing to advance who you are as a person and advance your lifestyle and the goals that you have is something that should be celebrated. Now time for hello, dear Imani. Dear Imani, I need help with learning to have self-confidence and not comparing myself to others. Confidence is something that I look at that you almost have to fake it until you make it. And that is the reality of that. Only because There's always going to be something that makes you not feel 100% confident. Even when you are feeling confident, you might see another girl. You might see someone else accomplish something big. You You might see anything that's going to make you doubt yourself and your worth. So I say the best way to figure out how to have confidence is you kind of have to fake it. So you have to tell yourself, I'm the baddest. No one's better than me yada, 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 like the submission said before, talk your shit, basically. You have to, I'm a strong believer in faking until you make it just because of the fact that you want to make that switch quickly. So you're not going to believe it right away, but at the same time, you got to try, right? So 
the my best advice is trying and forcing yourself to look in the mirror and say, I'm worthy. I'm that girl. No one's better than me. You know what I mean? And not comparing yourself to others. You know, we're kind of always going to do that, sadly. But what I do, like I mentioned before in a couple episodes ago, is, like I said, I don't think that I'm better than anyone else, but I don't think that anyone is better than me. And that is the truth that you have to walk in. I think that's the only way where you don't compare yourself to someone else. You can look at other people. Like, of course, I look at Kylie Jenner and I'm like, oh my God, she stays snatched. Or, oh my gosh, she's so rich. Oh my gosh, she's so popular. And I'm like, that's really cool. But that's what she has to offer. And I have this, this, and this to offer, you know? So instead of comparing myself, I just look at her like, she's another bad bitch and I'm another bad bitch too. And that's how you get confidence. (laughs) All right. Dear Imani, I need help with staying consistent and also giving myself more credit. So consistency is one of my cons, I would say, for myself. I always find myself getting really hyped about something, doing it, and then not continuing to work as hard as I was working in the beginning for that same goal. So consistency is something that I struggle with and I'm currently trying to work on and fix for myself. I think what has helped me is I'm really good at just shifting my mindset immediately. Like waking up and being like, you know what? I'm waking up and choosing success. I'm waking up and choosing greatness. And that's what I decided for myself, honestly, kind of recently. I've been cleaning up more, like making sure my space is cleaner. I recently have taken my clothes to the laundry. I usually would get them all the way up to the ceiling before I touched my laundry. I told myself this time, no, just let your laundry get to the top of the actual bin and then go do go do it. And that's exactly what I did. So I woke up and decided to eat healthier and make meals at home. And I've been doing that for weeks now. And I just decided to wake up and choose success and greatness because I realized that I realized that no one's going to do it but me. Even with social media, that is like where I really lack with consistency too. I have all these goals and I want to be a content creator. I want to be a a household name. I want to be at all of these events, but am I doing everything that it takes to get to that point? And the answer is no. So now I have to figure out a way to fix that answer, right? You know, so when it comes with that, that's where consistency comes in. You know, a really good quote that I like is is something along the lines of, it's not a, you don't have to just be consistent. It's about discipline. You have to have discipline. And I think that is what me or you is lacking in that. We're not disciplined enough to just hold ourselves accountable because we know the steps it takes to get to where we want to go, but we're still not doing it. That is a lack of discipline. And that is where the issue is lying. So you kind of just have to wake up and choose success and you switch that mindset. At this point, we've done, we've, we've seen the outcome of when we're not consistent and where it's not leading us to, and it's not allowing us to be and reach our fullest potential. So your only option is to just overnight switch that mindset and just be consistent and just do it. I look at it like everyone else, everyone else that we are admiring is doing it. So why can't we do it? You know, we just have to get our discipline better. And then you said along with that is also giving yourself more credit. Yes, even with that, it's so easy to beat it, beat yourself up because you're like, oh my gosh, 
if I would have just stayed consistent, I could have had this many followers. If I could have stayed consistent, I would have been, I would have lost this much weight or gained this much, this much muscle or whatever the case may be. So it's easy to beat yourself up for that. But you also have to give yourself credit because have you tried to do it? Have you been taking baby steps to get to your goal? And if the answer is yes, then get pat yourself on the back. You know, at least you're trying, you're doing small things. Could it be better? Of course. But don't completely disregard the facts that you have tried to take a step forward to reaching that goal for yourself. All right. Dear Imani, I need help with smiling more. Oh, I am a smiley person. Growing up until this day, people always are like, I've never seen Imani mad. She's always smiling. And it's true. I'm always smiling. And I'm really thankful because that means, one, I have a happy life and I have a lot to smile about. But also, I just choose happiness and I choose to smile every day. I like to look at everything like a glass half full. And that allows me to keep a positive outlook on life and be a happy person. I think you, once again, a lot of these things, you kind of just have to do. And I know that sounds annoying because it's like, well, how do I get to that point? It's like, well, like you get to any point, you just have to do it. There's not always these steps that make you do that. You kind of just have to overnight switch your mindset or switch that action of yours. And when it comes to smiling, just smile more. When you wake up, smile Before you go to bed, smile. When you're talking to people, try to smile with your teeth. When you're taking a picture, don't just do a smirk. Smile with your teeth and show your beautiful smile, you know? Those are just like some baby steps that you can do, and then eventually you'll hopefully smile more. But just wake up and choose happiness. And I know that's easier said than done, especially if you're struggling with something. But if you truly want happiness, then once again, you kind of got to fake it till you make it and look at life glass half full. So my challenge for you is when you're listening to this, smile. And right now, I want you to smile and smile for five seconds (laughs) and just start getting in the habit of doing that and seeing your teeth and laughing and, you know, just being happy. All right. Dear Imani, I have the most amazing group of friends a girl could ever have. While we all have really busy schedules, we all still find time to see one another. We all have been going through a lot and overcoming obstacles. I'm really proud of us. I want to find a way to celebrate us all in a special way. I'm not talking just getting food or dinner together, but something to really celebrate one another. I would love to hear any ideas or advice that you have. Oh, I love this. Yes, like this is exactly like wrapping up everything is what it's about. Celebrating Celebrating the obstacles that you've overcome, celebrating the accomplishments that you have, and celebrating your friend group. You know, I talked about this some weeks ago with um, friendship and having those strong girl gangs and how important that is. So I love that you guys are all trying to celebrate each other and you want to plan something special for you and your friends. And so like you said, you don't want to just do dinner because that feels kind of basic, right? Like we all go to dinner for every single celebration because we love to eat and drink, oh, right? But I think there is there are ways to be more creative. Something that I think that would be really cute is, one, do a picnic at the beach. I know there's a lot of cute services out there where they'll, like, decorate the beach to the nines. And they'll have, like, tables and decorations and all these cute things. And then they'll just set it up and you and your friends will meet them there. Or you can do it yourself, too. Like, it's a great DIY project. So I think something like that would be super cute because it's intimate and it's at, uh, it will be at a beach. So it will be a beautiful scenery 
And along with that, I think what you guys should do is write in a jar like five things that you're proud of each other for and then read them off. So it's something that's more intimate, you know, and wherever you choose to go for your celebration, I think you should do something that you have to write your accomplishments down, write what you love about each other, write your goals down, because it's going to be a project for you guys to read out loud, put it in a jar, and also look back at it and be proud of yourself for accomplishing what you you wrote down on that day. So something along those lines to make this experience a little bit more intimate. Another fun idea would be renting, I'm not sure where you reside, but like renting a boat. Um, like the pontoon boats or the Duffy boats. And those are really fun because you can bring your own food and your own drinks and just sail around. And it's like an activity that you can do. And in that same facet, I think writing something down, doing an activity, putting in a jar, something that really connects you all. So besides food, I think there's a lot of great activities that can be done, but that is still intimate. But I think the next level would be writing down those things and putting it in a jar. So you kind of have like this time capsule that you guys can always have and, and it'll be a reminder of your friendship and everything you've gone through together. All right. Wow. I loved talking about all of that. I loved all your submissions. So thank you so much. I feel like saying all of this and reading all of this was also just a reminder to myself to celebrate myself, know that I'm on the right path and know that what I'm doing is just as worthy as what everyone else is doing. So I really loved this episode and I really hope that you learned something that encouraged you to celebrate yourself and you feel all warm and fuzzy in the inside and ready to take on the world with a new outlook. So to end it all, like I always do with Imani's final thoughts, I wanted to end with another quote. Allow yourself to be proud of yourself and all the progress you've made, especially the progress that no one else has seen. This especially the progress that no one else has seen. Those are the small wins that I'm talking about. Everyone is not going to see when you wake up early early and you go to that workout and you accomplish what's on your to-do list and that checklist. You're not going to see those business calls, those Zoom meetings. Those are the things that you should be extremely proud of yourself for, those small wins that you have. So I love the end of that quote because that's the stuff that you hold in your heart and that it's not necessarily you have to share with everyone and you can be proud of yourself without an audience needed. Be thankful and grateful for everything that you've done and will continue to do. Try your best not to compare yourself and other people's accomplishments to your own accomplishments because I promise you someone else is looking at you and wishing and praying for the things that you have right now. So you can have bigger goals, of course, we all do, but you also don't have to beat yourself up for not being exactly where you want to be right now. So on that note, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I'm so thankful for all of you. This has been so much fun. Like the fact that this is episode five already and I really feel like I'm in the swing of things. Like I'm a real podcaster now. Okay. I love that. So thank you so much again for listening. Thank you for your submissions and I will see you all next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. You can watch the full episode on YouTube and make sure to send in your stories and questions at dearymoney.com. Reminder, I am not responsible for the outcome of any advice you take from me. Unless it's good, then I get all the credit. See you next week. Mwah!